looks like it's been a good stretch, and we are seeing some more than simply anecdotal evidence of that. We're seeing actually a Fox News generic poll um, for the 2022 midterm elections. I'm just generically asking people, would you support um, a Republican candidate or a Democratic candidate coming back pretty even at this point, which is a significant rise from about the, the five or more point advantage the Republicans have recently had. So it appears that, yeah, there's, there's been a good stretch of actually accomplishing things. Um, there's been signing say, uh, ceremonies that uh, get good publicity, and, and it appears that uh, today that the House will actually pass the uh, uh, the long-awaited-for reconciliation package um, after intensive negotiations with Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema. Um, so there would be another victory for uh, the Biden administration in the, the coming days. David, so where do you circle back on this? Is this the president's ability to get people working together? We saw that with NATO a few months ago as he was able to use that experience internationally. Or is this more on Capitol Hill starting to work together, good proposals? I imagine it's a little bit of everything here. Yeah, certainly it's a little bit of everything, though, you know, this one is, is I think, um, a largely efforts on, you know, Capitol Hill, um, you know, the continued negotiation with um, Senator Manchin. Obviously, uh, Senate Leader Chuck Schumer is going to take an awful lot of credit um, for this in terms of just never, never giving up. I mean, it, it's hard for it to really be counted as a, as a huge win for primarily the Biden administration when it is so much less than they actually wanted. I mean, there's, there's all this uh, you know, early talk uh, during the election and early days of the administration that, you know, we're looking at figures of $4 trillion and things like that. This is only $750 billion, um, but it is uh, a legislative win in a time when victories for, for both parties have been few and far between in terms of actually getting things uh, really signed into law uh, when you claim that you're going to do something and make big campaign promises that just never really seem to pan out because they're not really grounded in reality. David, we have the story this morning about the energy station going out into Lake Erie, and that's kind of big. And I circle back to last weekend. That was a big weekend with the passing of that bill pertaining to medications and climate control for President Biden. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pieces to it. And, and like I said, it's not everything that uh, that people wanted. They're the, the climate provisions um, were pared back from the, the greatest ambitions that they'd initially come through um, because Senator Manchin didn't support everything. But it is a sign of some compromise um, that Senator Manchin from West Virginia would support some uh, climate initiatives and some tax credits and things like that um, and things that will we'll have to see how some of the, uh, the pricing control features and things like that on, on greenhouse gas emissions, how that ends up taking uh, you know, affecting uh, the, the energy markets and stuff like that. Dr. David Beer is with us, professor of political science, Malone University, with us this morning. So, David, let's go back to the Republican side of things right now, midterms coming up. How have they done leading up to the midterms, you know, President Trump's endorsement and such? Uh, have they come back a little bit to center? Well, they've certainly been, you know, doing well, Um on in terms of just basic messaging of are you happy about the state of the economy are you happy about the price of gas and things like that now the price of gas is dropping down you know finally below four dollars a gallon production nationally um however that's still higher than we've seen uh in you know recent memory 
Um, so people are still having pain at the pump. So there, there's certainly there's a lot of good things that they can still do. Um, as far as whether or not there's a move back to the center, it really depends on uh, oftentimes the locality. Sometimes you have people who are more strongly affiliated with President Trump uh, winning primaries. Sometimes um, you have those people losing. So uh, all politics is local. When you break down the, the vast number of congressional races uh, that we're seeing you know, across the country, uh, it, it's really hard to, to be real generic when you say things like, you know, this type of Republican is definitely going to win or this type of Republican is, is not really popular right now. Uh, David, let me ask you this. Uh, former President Donald Trump uh, in 2024, it certainly looks like he's getting his ducks in a row to say. But also we're hearing a lot coming out of Florida there with Ron DeSantis maybe also making a run. What can we anticipate in 2024? Well, we're, really, we're just looking at the fact that people are laying the groundwork just to see how it goes. Um, we certainly see DeSantis uh, really trying to, uh, you know, kind of project the same type of strong leader image um, that, that President Trump supporters seem to appreciate, uh, you know, making news recently with, uh, you know, basically very publicly firing a, uh, an elected state's attorney um, for, for, you know, making a, uh, a statement about his his unwillingness to uh, seek criminal prosecutions against abortions and things like that. And so that's the kind of thing that would, that would play to the, the, strum, the, the, the strong Trumpian overtones. Uh, but, you know, we're also seeing other Republican candidates, um, you know, trying to lay the groundwork. I, I always suggest people look at who's got publishing contracts for books that are going to come out near the election. And you're seeing books coming out from Nikki Haley, um, Josh Hawley, Mike Pompeo, um, and, and some others who are who are definitely interested should they have the opportunity. Now, does that mean that they would actually challenge Trump um, for a primary? Some of them wouldn't, for sure, but there's a real good chance that some of them might stick in anyway. I think we're also, uh, you know, seeing someone like Lynn Cheney, um, who has every intention, if she loses uh, her House seat to a Trump-backed candidate, to take her prominence from the January 6th investigations and turn it into a presidential campaign against, uh, in the primaries, at least against President Trump, if he runs. Uh, Dr. David Beer with us, professor of political science, uh, Malone University. David, how much does, for example, the FBI raid in his home, the January 6th and hearings and the, the civil case, New York City, President Trump's name kits being brought up in these delicate topics, how much does that wane in research and in history on voters leading into a 2024 election? Well, you know, President Trump works from the, the position that all publicity is good publicity. Um, but it's hard to say exactly how things will, will pan out. Certainly as soon as the, um, the FBI search warrant was uh, announced, there was a, a widespread fervor in Republican circles to, uh, to condemn this and to support President. It certainly seems to be cooling a little bit, particularly um, with uh, what we're seeing is breaking news very recently that, that the, the FBI was looking for information related to nuclear weapons, which there, there's, you know, you would, uh, the average person, I think, looks at that and says, well, that seems very justified that we shouldn't have that stuff lying around, that it shouldn't be, that kind of classified information shouldn't be um, in, uh, you know, the, the former president's hands still. Um, so I, I think these things could um, come back to, to bite Republicans and, the pre and former President Trump for, for coming out really forcefully against this in the first place. Um, but, you know, it could also be that this could be overreached.
um, and that you know it, it was politically motivated, and so that could in fact support. Um, it, we're really waiting to see how the situation develops here. Um, the DOJ has signaled they're willing to um, make public the the search warrant, which would show what they were looking for. Um, and if that happens, we'd gain a lot more information to evaluate um, just the whether this was uh, warranted um, or if it really does appear to be uh, investigatory overreach.